Slides it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman. Blocked by Polak and Rice. Another spectacular stop. Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Marcel with the open net and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. Everybody, welcome to the Friday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. I'm your host, Gil Martin. So glad you could join us today and be part of the Locked On Islanders family. You know, we must have ESP because on Wednesday's show, which I recorded Tuesday evening, I said that the Islanders were very close to making announcements. Uh, about the contracts that we all knew had been signed but hadn't been officially announced yet. And lo and behold, Wednesday afternoon, the Islanders make the announcements official. We tweeted it out to everybody, so please do follow us on Twitter for that. But let's break down the four contracts that the Islanders did officially announce, and we're going to break down on today's show the one that was confirmed by the player but hasn't been announced yet by the New York Islanders. We've also got our Islanders' birthday of the day, one of the more popular players from the team's first season in the NHL, and a whole lot more coming up on today's show. So, also wanted to let people know this is the very first time that we are doing our show here on YouTube, so you can now watch the show and see me doing the show in addition to uh, just hearing it, and uh, please subscribe on YouTube so that you can get all of the episodes as soon as they drop. Who are this season's top 50 NHL players? Find out on the Locked On NHL podcast. Joe DiBiase, Mike DiStefano, and Rachel Donner reveal the top 50 players as voted on by our local experts across the Locked On NHL network of podcasts. Subscribe to the Locked On NHL podcast on YouTube and turn your notifications on so you never miss an episode. If you've got something Islanders-related on your mind, you have a question, a comment, a topic that you'd like us to talk about, feel free to send us an email, the email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com, and if you leave your name and where you're from, first name only, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter, at LockedOnIsles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter, at Ice Wars, NYRVSNYI, and we'll keep you up to date on all the latest trades, free agent signings, rumors, and Islanders news as training camp is just a couple of weeks away. So the big news finally announced the New York Islanders had signed four players, and we knew, we knew these signings had taken place, but they weren't officially announced yet. Well, Wednesday, they were now announced. And Casey Sezikis, Kyle Palmieri, Anthony Bavillier, and Ilya Sorokin have all now officially signed contracts with the Islanders. And although the Islanders do not announce the terms of their deals, the media does. The players and their agents usually want that information out there. The media has their sources. They find a way 
So we know what these deals look like. Casey Sezekis, six years and an average cap hit of $2.5 million a year. Kyle Palmieri, four years at $5 million a year. Anthony Bevilier, three years at $4.15 million a year. And Ilya Sorokin, three years at $4 million a year. And I look at these contracts, and to me, two of them are outstanding. One of them is good, and I have questions, really, about the fourth. We're going to break down all four of them on today's episode. So, to me, the best deal out of these four is the Anthony Bevilier deal. Three years at $4.15 million a season cap hit. And the reason I love this, first of all, you look at Anthony Bevilier. Right now, he's probably a 20 to 25 goal scorer if you let him play 82 games in a year. He has speed. He has creativity. And one of the things I love about Bevilier is that he, in the last two years, has done a good job of raising the level of play in the playoffs. And that's where it counts most. You you look back at the last two years. The Islanders finished, what was it, fourth this year in their division. I believe they finished fifth or fourth, depending on whether you go by point total or point percentage in 2019-2020. But the Islanders went on the longest playoff run of any team in their division. So what team had the best season out of all of those? The Islanders. And one of the reasons they went on those long playoff runs is that Anthony Bevilier, Josh Bailey, and a number of other players raised their level of play in the playoffs when it counted most. The other thing is that I don't think Anthony Bevilier is done with his development. I think that Bo still hasn't reached his prime, still can grow as a player and get better. Maybe his ceiling is 25 to 30 goals and maybe 50 to 60 points, maybe even a little bit higher, but I think that that's more realistic. But he's still young, he's still developing, and to lock him up for three years and it takes away one potential free agency year from Bo, this is a good deal, economically speaking, and I'm very happy with it. And the other thing is this, and this is true of all of the contracts. Each year in the NHL, the salary cap tends to go up. Now, COVID made an exception of that, but each year the contracts go up, the cap level goes up. And so by the third year of this deal, if Anthony Bevilier is a 25 goal a year kind of a guy, $4.15 $4.15 million will be an even bigger bargain in year three than it was in year one. So overall, I am very happy with the Bavillier contract. As for Ilya Sorokin, three years at $4 million a year. To me, a solid deal. This year, Sorokin, probably going to be your 1B goalie, with Simeon Varlamov getting 50 to 55% of the starts, and Ilya Sorokin, 45 to 50% of the starts. And then I think come playoff time, Barry Trotz and Lula Amorello will ride the hot hand. And that's what they did this year, uh, with more of an emphasis this year on Varlamov. But I think Sorokin, if he continues to stay healthy and continues to adjust to life in North America and in the NHL, he is the heir apparent. 
And I think Varlamov in one or two years, he has this year and one more year left on his contract. If Sorokin looks that good, the Islanders may trade Varlamov after one year or split it 50-50 or, you know, split or even flip-flop so that Sorokin becomes the number one if he's out playing Varley. If you have a number one goalie, let's say in year two or certainly in year three of this deal, and you're only paying him $4 million, that is a big-time bargain for the New York Islanders. So I like that deal very much. I love the Bavillier deal as far as value is concerned, and I think that Lula Amorello did a very good job of adding these players at terms that are both fair to the player and good for the team. So, again, Lula Amorello in the Hall of Fame for a reason, and he's demonstrating that reason for you. Now, we will discuss the Sezikis contract and the Palmieri contract in our next segment, so that's coming up a little bit later on in the show. And I'll tell you, it's going to be very interesting to see how these play out. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Bet Online. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this year. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest, open now at BetOnline. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus. And be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Buccaneers and the Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using the promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports from football, basketball, boxing, hockey, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Today's episode is also brought to you by DirecTV Stream. Does this sound familiar? You got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called DirecTV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again, and the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You could learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. So we're looking at the next two deals that were announced by the Islanders. And the next one is Casey Sezikis, six years at $2.5 million average cap hit. And I saw some Islander fans and other NHL fans and media members questioning the $2.5 million deal for six years for a 30-year-old fourth-line center like Casey Sezikis. But I'll tell you why this deal isn't so bad. In fact, I think it's a good deal. Not an awesome deal, but a very good deal. Casey Sezikis is an elite 
fourth-line player. He's one of the better and more valuable fourth-line players in the NHL. He's good on face-offs. He kills penalties. He's physical. He forechecks. And he is a leader in the locker room. From a fourth-line player, you really can't ask for too much more than what KC Sezikis gives you. And you know what? He loves playing on Long Island. You saw him uh, basically on Islanders.com talk about uh, saying in his Zoom conference that he is going to die as an Islander. I love it. I love it. That's what you want to hear from an Islanders player. And you know what? Again, as this contract goes on, when you get to year four, five, and six, having even a fourth-line player being paid just $2.5 million a year will be a pretty good bargain for the New York Islanders. And look, Casey Sezikis, according to many sources, could have made more money signing elsewhere, didn't want to do that. So in exchange for taking a little less money, you give him an extra year or two. And even if Sezikis will be 36 by the end of this contract, if his body does start to break down or he becomes less effective, I still think overall you're getting a good deal for a solid heart and soul player that is the centerpiece and the center of the identity line. And the identity line helps set the tone both physically and emotionally for this Islanders team and the kind of hockey they want to play. So to me, this is a solid deal, a very good deal. And the Islanders are fortunate to have Casey Sezikis in the fold, realistically, for what will probably be the rest of his NHL career, barring a trade. Now, the fourth and final deal that was officially announced, Kyle Palmieri. Four years at $5 million a year. And this is the deal that I am probably questioning the most out of all of them. And I'll tell you why. Right now, Kyle Palmieri, 30 years old. And last year, in 51 games, combined with, you know, both teams that he played for, the Devils and the Islanders, 51 games, 10 goals, 21 points. That is not spectacular numbers. And the year before that, he was more realistic. 25 goals, 45 points in 65 games with the Devils. He needs to get back to that productivity in order to make this deal justified. And yes, Palmieri played better in the playoffs than he did in the regular season, but unless he can get into that 20 to 25 goal a year range, you're paying him like a solid second line player. And I think the Kyle Palmieri we saw during the regular season and even the Kyle Palmieri we saw in the playoffs, um, four years at $5 million a year, he's not worth $5 million a year if he's giving you 10 goals and 21 points in 51 games. Uh, At that pace, he's probably worth three and a half million dollars a year. And essentially, you know, you got rid of Jordan Eberle. You you lost him in the expansion draft. 
you're paying Kyle Palmieri, who is a little less productive than Jordan Eberle, uh, just a half million dollars a year less. Now, again, uh, the other factor that makes me question the deal for Palmieri, he's more of a physical player than Jordan Eberle. He is sort of got a similar style, although not as effective at this point in time as Anders Lee. Will Palmieri, you know, was this past year just an aberration? Or is he starting to wear down at the age of 30? Four years at $5 million a year is a little much in my mind. You're paying him like a second liner. And I think he's realistically at this stage in his career more of a third liner they may even plug him into the first line. They could plug him into the second line and move either Oliver Wallstrom or Anthony Bavillier up to the first line. There are a lot of options, but I think at least for years one and two, you may be overpaying Palmieri a little bit based on his production. And by years three and four, I think physically he may be breaking down even more. So while the five million won't be as bad, uh, for a second or third line player in years three and four of this deal, I'm concerned that Palmieri's performance will fall off even more, and that'll still make the deal not quite worth it. Look, I hope he proves me wrong, and I know he's capable of proving me wrong. We saw significantly better play from Kyle Palmieri in the playoffs, but even playoff Kyle Palmieri, I think, wasn't quite worth $5 million a year for four years at this stage in his career. So I hope that's not the case. I hope Palmieri rebounds, bounces back, looks more like he did in 2019, 2020. And if he does that, this deal is solid. If you can get 20 goals and 45, 50 points out of Palmieri, I would take that in a heartbeat. And the deal is solid under those circumstances. But if you get Numbers similar to what we had this year from Kyle Palmieri, you got a problem on your hands as far as overpaying him. And there is a no movement clause as part of his deal. So, you know, that may complicate matters a little bit as well. We have to see. And uh, we will discuss that a little bit further. There was one other announcement made on Wednesday, and that is Zach Parise confirmed in an interview that he has signed with the Islanders. We don't know the, the, the length of the deal. We don't know the cap hit. But in an interview, Zach Parise indicated, yeah, he is going to be a New York Islander this year. Again, we knew it, but it wasn't official. We, we knew it, but we didn't know it for, for sure. But yeah, it really looks like that is indeed the case. So, uh, good news in my mind on three of these four contracts, and even the fourth one, it's not so bad, and we have to see uh, how Palmieri's deal plays out. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. So why choose to spend 30, 50, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business. They've been serving do-it-yourselfers online for over 20 years, and their prices are reliably low for 
every customer. They have everything you could need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even a new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website and find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box, so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever, and they have nine delicious permanent flavors like raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, strawberry, German chocolate, cherry barcia, and one of my personal favorites, salted caramel. I love that combination of the salty and the sweet. And if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors in the box so you can figure out which one you like the most. And not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, they're healthy too. Check out the, the macros. Each bar, 17 to 18 grams of protein, only 130 to 180 calories, four, maybe five grams of sugar, and only four or five grams of net carbs. Go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. So today, now, time for our Islanders birthday of the day. And this one's a little sad. Uh, to be honest with you, this would have been Friday, the 72nd birthday for former Islanders left winger Brian Spinner Spencer. And Spencer was with the Islanders in their first and second season, uh, came over from the Toronto Maple Leafs in the expansion draft, originally drafted in the fifth round by the Leafs back in 1969. Uh, and in 1972-73, the Islanders' first season played in all 78 games had 14 goals, 38 points, and 90 penalty minutes. Yeah, the Islanders in their first year struggled. They won 12 out of their 78 games. So Spinner was a minus 47 that year, which, you know, put him in the middle of the pack, I think, for the Islanders. But the thing about Spencer, he was like a whirling dervish out there. He hit anything that moved in an opposing jersey and the fans really took to him. He came back to the Islanders in 1973-74, played 54 games, 5 goals, 21 points, and then late in the season was traded to the Buffalo Sabres. He was a part of the Sabres' run to the Stanley Cup final in 1974-75, and, uh, you know, that was great. He played in 16 playoff games during that run, stayed with Buffalo through the 76-77 season, Finished out his NHL career with Pittsburgh in 553 career NHL games. Spinner Spencer had 80 goals and 223 points. You can add 37 playoff games, a goal, and six points. But after hockey, Brian Spencer got into trouble off the ice, drinking a little bit too much. There was some drug issues as well. And... He did some jail time, and Brian Spencer ended up dying at the age of 38 on June 3rd, 1988. And that was a very sad ending to what could have been a very productive and and lengthy NHL career, and 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 what could have been a very fulfilling life after hockey for Brian Spencer. But we're going to go back now and look at one of Brian Spencer's better games with the Islanders, December 21st. 1972 at the Nassau Coliseum. The Vancouver Canucks are the visitor. 
Dunk Wilson, the goalie for the Canucks. Jerry Desjardins was the Islanders' goalie. And it was Vancouver getting on the board first. Bobby Schmatz, his 16th from John Wright and Dale Talon at 6.58 of the first period. And it was the Islanders trailing early one to nothing. But with John Wright in the box for hooking, the Islanders' power play went to work. Brian Lavender is fourth from the captain, Ed Westfall and Craig Cameron at 17-17, and the game was all even. In the final seconds of the first period, Ed Westfall gets his ninth, Lorne Henning and Arnie Brown, the assist at 19-33, two-to-one Islanders after one period. In the second, the Islanders extended their lead, our Islanders' birthday of the day, Brian Spencer, his fourth from Tom Miller and Ed Westfall at 13-11. That made it 3-1 to one Isles, but the Canucks came back. Jocelyn Gavermont, his ninth, from Richard Lemieux and Dale Talon at 14-32 of the period. Jerry Hart was in the box for holding, so that was a power play goal. And then Andre Boudreaux, his ninth, from Don Lever and Richard Lemieux at 19-29, all even at 3-3 three three after 40 minutes of hockey. Then, in the third period, the Canucks took the lead. Bobby Schmatz, his second of the game, 17th of the year, unassisted at 7:34. Islanders trailing 4-3, but they managed to tie it midway through the period. Tom Miller, his sixth, from Ed Westfall and Brian Spinner Spencer. Time of the goal, 10:39. This one ended in a 4-4 tie. And our Islanders' birthday of the day, Brian Spencer, one goal, one assist. He had two penalty minutes, was a plus one, and had three shots on goal. Ed Westfall, by the way, had eight of the Islanders' 29 shots on goal in this one. Jerry Desjardins, 28 saves. The Islanders and the Canucks ended in a 4-4 tie. So, uh, believe me, for the 1972-73 Islanders, that was an accomplishment because this tie increased the Islanders' record to 3-25-4, just to let you know how difficult it was to be an Islander fan back then. On Monday's show, we'll talk a little bit more about the Zach Parise situation. We'll have the latest updates. We'll also discuss uh, what this means as far as whether the Islanders will make any trades now before training camp opens That is always a possibility, and we'll discuss that. Plus, the NHL announced a new COVID policy and protocols regarding vaccines and and players missing time. We'll talk a little bit about that on Monday's show as well. Betting on the Islanders doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for today's show. Have a great Labor Day weekend, everybody. Enjoy, stay safe, and of course, let's go Islanders!